The wife submitting to her husband is indeed an explosive subject. I tried to defuse the bomb last Sunday. I don't know how successful I was, but I brought out the fact that submission is a biblical concept. Submission is crucial to relationships. Submission at times is misrepresented, and submission is a spiritual issue. We didn't get a chance to dive into the text, so I want to do that this morning. I want us to look at Ephesians 5, verses 22 through 24, and then the last part of verse 33, so that we can see exactly what the role of the wife is in redeeming marriage. Uh, We are arguing, we are suggesting that Christian marriage needs to be redeemed. It needs to be reclaimed. It needs to be restored. It needs to be put back on the pedestal that God has designed for it. Remember, Christian marriage is a wonderful picture of the relationship between Christ and the church. When you think about various relationships in the word of God, never ever forget that special relationship between the Lord of the church and his body, the people of God. And Paul tells us that the marriage relationship is designed, among other things, to show and to display that special relationship between Christ and the church. And so we saw in our first message from Ephesians 5, verses 18 through 21, that if Marriage is going to be redeemed. The Spirit of God has a role. And the role of the Spirit of God is that we are to be filled by the Spirit. The Spirit of God, we are to yield our lives to Him. Whether we're a husband or wife, whether we're a parent or a child, whether we're an employee or employer, every Christian is to yield his or her life to the Holy Spirit so that the Holy Spirit might fill us up with all the fullness of God and with all the fullness of Christ. That relationship, the marriage relationship, cannot ever, ever display the relationship between Christ and the church unless the husband is filled by the Spirit with the fullness of God and the wife is filled by the Spirit of God with the fullness of God. And so now we're looking at the role of the wife in redeeming marriage. And Paul pulls no punches. Paul tells us that the role of the wife in redeeming marriage is that the wife is to submit to her husband. And all the husbands said, nothing, (laughs) nothing. The wife is to submit to her husband. That's what verse 22 says. There's three things really in verses 22 to 24 that reveal what it means for the wife to submit to her husband. First of all, I want us to see in verse 22 the significance of the wife submitting to her husband. Paul writes in verse 22, wives be subject to your own husbands as to the Lord. The Apostle Paul has a direct word 
to wives. Paul expects that when this letter is read to the church at Ephesus and other churches, that in that congregation would be Christian wives. And Paul grabs their attention. He has a word for the Christian wives. And he says, wives, I'm not talking to husbands. I'm not talking to parents or children or employers or employees. Wives, I want your attention. And what Paul says to the wives, he literally says, to your own husbands as to the Lord. If you carefully observe your English Bible, you'll see that the words be subject to are not there. They're in italics. When Paul wrote these words, they were not a part of what he wrote. But it's implied that this is what Paul wants wives to do to their own husbands. What is it? To be subject to them. To submit to them. He has just finished talking about submission in verse 21 where he says that is a result of being fulfilled by the Spirit with the fullness of God. We submit as Christians to one another. But now as Paul talks about the marriage relationship, he says, wise to your own husbands as to the Lord. What? Submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. And just in case you might not understand what that word submit means, it basically is a military term to put yourself under an authority or someone else. It's to put yourself under the authority or or the leadership of someone else. And as I pointed out last week, that's a biblical concept. Congregation is to submit to its leaders. Citizens are to submit to government. And the list goes on and on. And in the marriage relationship, the wife has the responsibility to redeem marriage by submitting, placing herself under the authority of her husband. And Paul says clearly to your own husbands. He's not talking about the relationship between male and female. He's talking about the marriage relationship. He's talking about the relationship between a husband and the wife. And in that relationship, the wife has a responsibility to place herself under the authority of her husband. And she is to do that willingly and voluntarily. The the husband is not to coerce his wife to submit. The the pastor is not to beat the wife over the head to get her to submit. It is the voluntary uh, responsibility of the wife to put that on herself that she will place herself under the authority of her husband. And in order for her to do that, As I mentioned earlier, she has to be filled by means of the Spirit with the fullness of God. She will not be able to do this in her own strength and in her own ability. She needs the enablement of God, the enablement of the Spirit of God. And the significance, and that's what I'm trying to stress here, the significance of the wife's submission is brought out when Paul ends the verse by saying, as to the Lord. Christian wife, submit 
to your husband as to the Lord. And, and this does not say at all that the husband is the Lord. He's not the Lord. Even though I can get biblical with you, I can use a little Bible with you. I could turn you wives to 1 Peter chapter 3 and remind you, I won't do it, but remind you of what Sarah called Abraham. I, I could remind you of that, but I won't. I'll let you look at 1 Peter 3, 1 through 6 on your own. But the point that I want to make here, Paul is not saying that the husband is the Lord. He's not. He's referring to the Lord Jesus Christ. That's who he's saying. He's saying, why? Submit to your own husbands as to the Lord Jesus Christ. And he's not saying submit to the husband as you submit to the Lord in the sense that in the same way that you submit to the Lord. But what he is saying is submit out of your submission to the Lord. So wives, what Paul is saying, what God is saying through Paul, is that when it comes to submitting to your husband, as part of your submission to the Lord, as part of putting yourself under the authority and leadership of the Lord, you are to submit to your husband. And so what this suggests and what this implies, that if I'm about pleasing the Lord, then I will be about pleasing the Lord by submitting to my wife, Christian wife. That's what Paul is saying. That's the significance of it. Submit to the Lord as one who is committed to submitting to the Lord and thereby to your husband. Submit to your husband as one who's committed to submitting to the Lord. So Paul is letting us know indirectly that it's the Lord's will. It's the master's will. It's the master's desire for a wife to submit to her husband. And I just want to say this, that, that submission does not mean that the wife is a Stepford wife. Some of you are old enough, you know about the Stepford wives, the movie, etc. Uh, the wife is not a robot the wife is intelligent, she's a fellow heir of the grace of life, etc., and the husband needs to recognize that in his wife. And, and so submission has nothing to do who's the smartest, etc. Submission is a part of pleasing the Lord. And the Lord says when it comes to this marriage relationship, the wife has the responsibility to submit. And you might say, why? Wives might be saying to say, why? Why do I have to submit to my own husband? Well, I'm glad you asked, even if you didn't ask. But if you come to verse 23, we see the reason for the wife's submission. Paul says in verse 23, for the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ also is the head of the church, he himself being the savior of the body. 
So Paul didn't pull any punches. He didn't hem and haw. He didn't stutter. He came out with it. He says, Christian wives, the reason why you are to submit to your husband, the reason why you are to place yourself under his authority is because the husband is the head of the wife. In the marriage relationship, God expects order and God has assigned roles. And God says in the marriage relationship, in the Christian marriage particularly, the husband is the head of the wife. That has nothing at all to do with who's the smartest. Because husbands, if we're honest, our wives are, most of them are smarter than we are. Some of the husbands ain't saying amen to that either. But, but they're smarter. <laughs> Stephen's giving a little nod. I don't know. He, he <laughs> we might think we're smarter, but the evidence says otherwise. But, but, but the issue is not who's the smartest. Okay. The issue is not tradition. No, uh, it's this way because it's always been this way. Now, the issue is that the reason why the wife is to submit, because God has ordained and established that the wife in the marriage relationship would submit to her husband. This is God's doing. And you go all the way back to Genesis chapter 2, when God created the male first and then the female and the female was, the wife was to be the complement of the husband. He was to complement Adam. But Adam was given leadership. Uh, you, you look at the fall. The, the one who plunged the human race into sin was not Eve. She was not the one called on the carpet. It was Adam. Because he had that responsibility in the marriage relationship. So when you look at 1 Timothy chapter 2, Paul talks about the husband is the head because God established it that way. The husband is the head due to the order of creation. So God gave Adam the position of leadership, and in the Christian marriage, he's given the husband the position of leadership. Now, I realize that not all agree with that interpretation, And I realize that if you're looking for a different interpretation, you could probably find one. Uh, Some people believe that when Paul says that the husband is the head of the wife, that means that the husband is the source of the wife, not that he is the head in the sense of leadership, in the sense of direction, in the sense of authority. But Paul dispels that myth when he says that the relationship between the husband and the wife is pictured by the relationship between Christ and the church. If you look at the middle of verse 23, Paul says the husband is the head of the wife as Christ also is the head of the church. The Lord Jesus Christ is the head of the church. He's the authority figure in the church. He's the leader in the church. He's the one that guides and directs the body of Christ, us Christians. 
And, and, and it's clear that when Paul says that, if you read all of the book of Ephesians, that what is meant by that is not the idea of source, but leadership, direction, guidance, authority. In Ephesians chapter 1, when Paul prays for the Christians at Ephesus, he, he said, I, I want God's power to be at work in your life. And he says, God's power was at work in Christ's life, and particularly in Christ's uh, being raised from the dead in Christ's ascension, and also in the fact that when Christ ascended back to heaven, the Father put all things, including the church, under his feet. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 22 to 23 says, put all things in subjection under Christ's feet and gave Christ as head over all things to the church. God did that by his power. And so when you look at the relationship between Christ and the church, Christ has been given the place of authority, not just in regards to the church, the body of Christ, but in regards to all things. All things have been put under his feet. And so Paul is now saying to the Christian wife, the reason you submit is because the husband is the head of the wife. God has done that. And then Paul goes on to say something else that's really marvelous. And he says, not only is Christ the head of the church, but Christ is the Savior of the body. He, he brings in the wonderful fact of this relationship between Jesus and his church. And we're reminded in Acts chapter 20, verse 28, that the Lord Jesus Christ purchased the church with his own blood. Christ has a special relationship to the church. And what is that special relationship? He's the savior of the church. Remember when Jesus encountered the Samaritan woman and she went back and told uh, her folks, so to speak, about the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and they came and they recognized that Jesus was the Savior of the world. And in general, he's the Savior of the world. But in particular, he's the Savior of the church, the body of Christ. He's our Lord. He's our Savior. Without the Lord Jesus Christ, we are dead in our trespasses and sins. We have no hope. For the future is all due to Christ being he himself, the savior of the body. And Paul says, don't lose sight of that. Don't lose sight of you, why, submitting to your husbands as to the Lord. Don't lose sight of the fact that it's the Lord who has established the husband as as the head of the wife. Don't lose sight of the fact that Jesus is the Lord of the church. That's the reason for the wife's submission that Christ has established the husband. God has established the husband as the head of the church. Now you might ask, what does submission look like? What does it look like? Verse 24 tells us what it looks like. We see the illustration of the wife's submission. Wives are given the command, submit to your husband. Where, where do we point the wife? To see a model, to see an illustration of what it means to submit 
to her husband. Paul says the illustration is found in the church's relationship to Christ. He says in verse 24, but as the church is subject to Christ, there's your model, wives. You want to know what it looks like to submit to your husbands? The, the model, the illustration is the church's submission to Christ. And some of you are saying, oh, I like that. Because you look at the church and you don't, you're not convinced that the church really submits to Christ. You're not convinced that the church really follows and obeys Christ. But that's an abnormality. That's not normal. The understanding from God's point of view is that Christ is ahead and that the body, members of Christ, are to submit and to obey the Lord Jesus Christ. So even though the church is failing in its responsibility to submit to the Lord as it should, that should never ever cause you, Christian wives, to fail in your responsibility to submit to your husband. The bottom line is the model, the illustration ought to be the church, the people of God submitting and placing themselves under the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what submission looks like. And whether we illustrate it or flesh it out or display it like we should, the bottom line is we recognize that Jesus Christ is Lord. He's the Lord of the church. And it is our responsibility as his body, as members of the body of Christ. It's our responsibility to follow the leadership of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that ought to be what we do as Christians. Every Christian should be an example of submitting to the Lord Jesus Christ. And wise ought to be able to look at the church and say, there's the example, there's the model. The example is not your friend at your job. The example is not what you might hear at the beauty shop. Uh, the example is not what you might hear from Oprah or others on TV. You want an illustration, you want a model of what it means to submit to your husband, wives, go to the Bible and particularly look at the church's submission to the Lord Jesus Christ. It's an, it's an abnormality for the body not to submit to its head. Just think if your body did not take submission to your head, what chaos would reign in the human body. And Paul is saying the same thing when it comes to marriage, that the wife is to submit to her husband. And the illustration of that is the church's submission to Christ. I would love to tell you that Paul ends it there. But verse 23, verse 24 has one more thing. He ends the verse by saying, 
in everything. I'm ducking. (laughs) He says in everything. I'm just saying what the Bible says. So don't shoot, what do they say? Don't shoot the messenger. uh, It's a message that we have to deal with. Paul says that submission is to be in, in everything. And I know, we know that everything in this case doesn't mean possibly everything like sin. The wife is never, ever, ever to submit to the husband if he is trying to get her to sin. Never. Don't ever be deceived into thinking that submission means that as a wife you submit to sin. You are never, ever to submit to sin. Uh, The illustration, again, is the church. The Lord Jesus Christ never leads us to sin. And the Lord Jesus Christ never expects us to submit to sin. And so even though it says everything here, the idea of everything is that the submission is can be complete and total. But based upon the rest of the word of God, and in particular, Acts chapter 5, verse 29, we learn that it is never proper for the child of God to submit to sin. And Peter made that declaration in Peter uh, in Acts chapter 5, verse 29. He says, we must obey God. They wanted Peter and the rest to shut their mouths up. Uh, Peter says, no, we must obey God and not men. And so wife, Christian wife, if your husband is asking you to sin, to do something that is against the word of God, you have to stand up. You have to say, no, I must obey God and not man. And so there might be times in your marriage that you will have to make that stand. And God will undergird you and strengthen you and help you. But don't ever get it wrong. Don't ever get it twisted. Don't ever get it warped. That somehow submission means that the Christian wife is to submit to sin. You'll you'll never, ever hear that out of my mouth. And more important, you'll never, ever hear that from the word of God. God never sanctions sin in the name of submission. I just hope you understand that and realize that. And I hope us as a people of God understand that, that we are never, ever to submit to sin. We must obey God rather than man. And so submission is not partial. It's to be complete, wives. God wants you to wholeheartedly Place yourself under the authority of your husband. And I know that it's not easy. There are many commands of God that aren't easy, that we need the enablement, we need the help, we need the strength of the Spirit of God. In Christian wives, you might find yourself in a marriage where doing this is difficult. Do, do you think it was easy 
When Peter wrote 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 1, and he's saying, why submit to your husband, even if they are disobedient to the word? That's, that is a challenge to have a husband who's leading the home. And he's not saved or he's not obedient to the word. And yet Peter said there is to be submission even in that situation. And again, never submission to sin. Never given authority to obey man and not obey God. So submission can be difficult, Christian wives. You can find that you have a husband who's not leading like he should. He's not spiritual like he should be. That's like the the congregation not having great leaders. That's like citizens not having a great government to guide them and direct them. And there are times that God is saying, submit. And if you're having difficulty with that, if you're struggling with that, Seek spiritual help and guidance and direction and counsel so that you can know how that works out and how it fleshes itself out. And so the significance of the wife's submission, she submits as to the Lord. The reasons, because the husband is ahead of the church, ahead of the home, like Christ is ahead of the church. He's the savior of the body. The illustration. If you want an illustration, it's how the church submits to Christ. Well, one last thing I want to say to you wives before you leave, and that is the second role that the Christian wife has in redeeming marriage. And that second role is that the wife is to respect (laughs) the husband. And I see the bomb ticking. (laughs) I see the bomb ticking. So if it was hard to swallow, maybe the submission and because of the word of God, you're willing to submit because you want to submit to your Lord, because you know that what Christ has ordered the marriage relationship. And now uh, Paul says, wives, submit not only to your husband, but wives respect your husbands. Now, he did give you a little break. Uh, starting in verse 25, Paul addresses the husband. And, and trust me, wives, I will uh, make sure that we look at the word of God to see what a husband is to be. But your submission to your husband is based upon your submission to the Lord. But starting in verse 25, Paul talks about the husband's responsibility in redeeming the marriage. And he's got a lot to say. He goes all the way down to verse 32. And then in verse 33, what he does is summarizes the relationship of the husband, the responsibility of the husband, and the responsibility of the wife. And he says regarding the husband in verse 33 is that he is to love his wife even as he loves himself. And then he says to the wife, to the wife, see to it that you respect your husband. That's God's word. And when we look at this summarization 
of the responsibility of the wife to her husband, you would have thought that Paul would have summarized it by saying, wives, submit to your husband. But instead, it's as if he has a new responsibility. He says, wives, respect your husband. So the wife is to submit to her husband. And I want to argue and suggest that closely coupled with that is that she is to respect her husband. That the two go hand in hand. You cannot do one without the other. You cannot do the other without the first one. So the wife, if she's going to redeem marriage, so that is what God wants it to be, a display of the relationship between Christ and the church, she is to respect her husband. Now, it's interesting how Paul brings that out. When he says she is to respect her husband, he uses a word that he used previously in verse 21, when he says that one of the results of being filled by the Holy Spirit is that we submit to one another. And as Paul says, we submit to one another as, uh, uh, no, in the fear of Christ. But think about that. We submit to one another, spirit-filled believers, believers who are filled with the fullness of God. We submit to one another. How do we do that? We, we do that in a manner as being in reverence to the Lord. And so that very last statement in verse 21, in the fear of Christ, Paul is saying in verse 33, why see to it that you fear your husband? Not because he's going to beat you up. Not because he's stronger than you. But the idea of that word fear is reverence, respect. And Christians are those who reverence Christ, who respect Christ. And and the Christian wife has a responsibility not just to submit to her husband, but to reverence her husband, to respect her husband. Now, I realize some of you might have husbands that aren't worthy of respect. I got one nod on that. (laughs) Some of you might have a husband who's not worthy of respect. But you respect your husband, not because he's worthy of it, but because of his position that God has given him. That's why you respect him. God has placed him as head in the marriage relationship. And because of that, you are to reverence him. You are to respect him. And sometimes it might actually get to the point that you are respecting the position while you're trying to respect the person. Some husbands have lost the respect of their wives. They have done things that dishonor God, displeases God. The respecting there is of the position that you realize that God has placed this husband in the marriage relationship as the leader, as the authority. And that, again, is hard. That, again, is difficult. But Paul lives in the real world. He understands how that can be difficult. And if you think that Paul is just saying absolutely 
put your mind away, put your brains away, act like you got no sense. He's not saying that at all. As we'll stress when it comes to the husband, any good husband will want the valuable input of his wife. He will see her as a fellow heir of the grace of life. He will see that she has expertise that he does not have. He will not think that he can make all the decisions, etc. And so, wives, how do you redeem marriage? First of all, you redeem marriage by submitting to your husband. And the significance of that is you're in submission to the Lord. The one who is in submission to the Lord, the Christian wife who submits to the Lord, she will submit to her husband. The reason you are to submit is because God says in the marriage relationship, the husband is the head. He's established that. He's ordered that relationship. And if you can find that he's changed that, then follow it. But all throughout the word of God, he's the one that has said that the husband is the head of the wife. And and the illustration of that should be the church submitting to the Lord Jesus Christ. Fairview, as a local church, the wives in this local church ought to be able to look at us as a local congregation and see a church that is following Jesus Christ, that is living under his lordship, that is committed to what he has called us to do. And so, wife, I can't change the responsibility. I don't shy away from the responsibility. This is what thus saith the Lord. And some of you will find yourselves in challenging and difficult marriages. And I trust that when you do, that you will seek help from your brothers and sisters in Christ, that you'll seek help from the church, etc., to help you through the difficulties of submitting when it's difficult and when it's hard. And I'm not under any illusions. I've counseled some of you. I know what you wives sometimes have to submit to. And hopefully you'll recognize that you'll never ever get counsel to submit to sin. But you'll always get counsel to submit to God. And when in that marriage relationship, there's a stalemate between the husband and the wife. The husband thinks this, the wife thinks this. Wives, you have to trust God with the stalemate. You have to submit and God will help you and lead you and work in your life to do that. That's the word of God. And not only submit, but hand in hand with that. Respect. Respect that knucklehead. (laughs) Respect him, seriously. And we live in a day and age where so many of our men are in need of respect. Particularly in the African-American community, 
where African-American men don't get respect at their jobs, don't get respect in the neighborhood, and the last thing that the husband needs is respect from his wife. And so, wives, you have the responsibility, no matter what your color is, to submit to your husbands and to respect him. And that's your role in redeeming marriage. Let's pray together.